Hello, friends. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're so happy that you've joined us today for our Monday Revving the Word episode. We know that you guys look forward to Mondays around here as much as we do, and we're so excited that you've come to spend time with us today. But before we get started, we want to let you in on something fun. If you don't already know, the Christmas holiday season officially kicks off this week. Cue all the holiday music. And to celebrate the season, we're having a Black Friday sale this Friday through next Monday. All of our challenges will be on sale for only $19, and you can purchase any of our past challenges, such as Songs of Ascent or Weight Loss God's Way and many others that we've released. Check them all out and use the coupon code 21BLACK starting this Friday. The link is in your show notes as well as the coupon code you'll want to use. But wait, there's more. In our store, we also have some gifts for you this weekend. If you love to wear your freedom messages and you maybe want to just share some of those fun messages you've enjoyed on a hat or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt with the people in your life that you love, this weekend, if you spend $30, you'll get a free towel. If you spend $50, you'll get a free headband. And if you spend $100, you'll get a free hat. Plus, there is an additional 20% off on all of our previously marked down clearance merchandise. So get your holiday shopping done early and maybe get a little Christmas treat for yourself as well. And let us be the first to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Don't forget to swipe up in the show notes the link to our challenges as well as our store and the coupon code is there for you so you don't have to remember it. And now on to our Revving the Word episode. We love that you spend this time with us and we prayerfully hope that it is an amazing part of kicking off your Thanksgiving week. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, it's the Monday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> we blinked and it's Thanksgiving. So here we go. Part two of prayer. I hope you made our live worship and prayer night. If you didn't, well, <laughs> I think you might have a couple more days to watch the replay. But the Lord is so kind and he is ushering in a new season for Revelation Wellness, which means for you, for all of us. He is the God of good, better, and best. So we've been cracking open the discipline, the delight. Remember, because all our delights are rooted in discipline for prayer. Prayer. So today we're going to continue. And listen, here's the good news. If you know that your prayer life is small, your prayer life is based more on the broken things than the beautiful things, don't worry. That's the kindness of the Lord saying, I can help you. We can change this. It's his desire placed inside of you to pray, to talk with him. In the beginning, that's all we were created to do. Be with God. Walk and talk with him in the cool of the day. Remember, I think one of the greatest downfalls to our sin was when we were tempted and we heard words that didn't sound like the commands of God. Instead of, we should have gone back to the Father and said, hey, this doesn't sound right. Can you clarify this for me? <laughs> we just stayed in the presence of an enemy that tintillated our flesh. And that's all the enemy does. 
He wants to entice your flesh. And that part of your flesh that's connected to free will can get us in dangerous situations. <laughs> but remember, because we're loved, we're given free will. God did not create robots, children. So when we obey, we walk and talk with God. His heart is blessed. He's a father. And if any of you are parents, you know there's no greater blessing than when your kids honor you because you have the best in mind for them. And there's no greater pain than when they don't. You know things they don't know. So we pray. We pray. And here we are a few days before Thanksgiving, which is so appropriate because as I mentioned last week, prayer is a path to God's heart. When you start praying, you, be, you get back on the path to God's heart. Because you're talking with God, you're not talking with Instagram, Google, Facebook, you're not putting someone on blast, you're talking with God. Talk to God, whatever you gotta do. Get your attention back to God. That puts you on the path. Say whatever you gotta say. But thanksgiving is the guardrail that keeps you on the path. If what we pray, we can't give thanks for something, our hearts are hard and cold. Thanksgiving is huge, you guys. Psalm 100, enter his gates with thanksgiving. That means the boundary lines that say, this is the presence of God, the gates. You enter that presence with thanksgiving. So being grateful people, man, you guys, it is, it's a vaccine. I'm just gonna say it, it's a vaccine. When we are grateful, you literally turn up your immune system. There are studies on prayer that people who pray, listen to this, people who pray have better health. It's true. There's a study, a few studies done, one at Duke and Dartmouth and Yale. People who pray tend to get sick less often. And there was a, a study done at the University of Pennsylvania that praying increases the levels of dopamine in your brain. And when we are grateful in prayer, you immunize yourself. Gratitude. Today, our verse this Thanksgiving week, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. It's one of my favorites. Actually, you're gonna learn three verses. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Holy Spirit, thank you for teaching us today. God, thank you for your word. Now teach us. Teach us, God, to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Come on, this is the word of the Lord. of scripture that's really clear this is the will of God you want to know what God wants you to do today his will right because we pray that in our father's prayer 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your what be done? Your will. Paul is telling the church at Thessalonians, the, this letter is a letter of encouragement to the church at Thessalonica. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Accelerate. Thankfulness, I think thankfulness gives rise to joy. <laughs> so grateful. Look at the 80% that's going right versus the 20. Come on, stop staring at the pools about your broken body. You got breath. You got a voice. Use it. Be thankful. In all circumstances. Pull back if you haven't already. <laughs> I hope you can smile a little bit. Come on. Don't take it so seriously. Be a kid. You know, kids don't go out and play because they hate it. They love it. Holy Spirit, give, give us some youthful zeal. Some youthful joy. Show us what's going right, God. Let us see the chariots on the hills fighting for us. Accelerate. Come on. A little something, something. Today, I'm just going to say on and off. Right now, like a light switch, be on. 30 seconds. Hang on. Ten. Yeah. So grateful, God. Say the scripture with me. You guys, by the way, you want to memorize a piece of scripture today? Verse 16. Rejoice always. That's it. I love that when the people that came back and numbered the Bible, because initially it wasn't numbered. It was done for our benefit, so we could remember where things are. They thought, you know what? This is a verse right here. Rejoice always. Say it with me. First Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always. Now let's be honest. You don't always feel like rejoicing. But here's the problem. You have the wrong definition of joy and rejoicing. It's not based on your pleasure or your comfort. This is from heaven to earth. Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured a cross. Come on. God, upgrade our joy so we can in all things see you rejoicing the victory is yours God so we can always rejoice the war is not in process it's already won go
turn it off. Find your steady pace. So you just memorized a scripture. Now, it's one thing to memorize a scripture. It's another to apply it. How will you apply? Rejoice always. Always is an absolute imperative. Always. Not in some things, all things. What would that look like in the day you face today? Or in the problems you perceive? What would your body, your body language, your presence showing up in the moment with rejoicing? What would that look like? Who are you? Holy Spirit, show us who we are. We need to see Christ so we can see ourselves. Show us, accelerate, go. Pull back. I tell you what, you guys, this is our Jedi training. If you can't keep your mind in the kingdom, that's why I did the whole kingdom series. Go back and listen to the kingdom. You are not a visitor of the kingdom. You're a resident. And when we pray, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we're saying, whatever you're doing in the kingdom, do that here today. And when we have that mindset, we will be joyful people. Accelerate. Pick up the corners of your mouth. I'm telling you, it's true. Put a soft smile on your face and you squirt out chemicals of hope. Pull back. It's true. Y'all, I want to challenge you today, this week of Thanksgiving. I want you to go about fixing your face and look at people in the eye. And when you can, and you catch them, have a smile on your face. Not an obnoxious one, but a kind, I see you seeing me. You know, that's what a smile is. I see you seeing me. It's like joy on your body. <laughs> and the people of this earth need it more than ever before. Listen, preach the gospel. Yes, don't be afraid to talk about Jesus. But if you don't have a smile on your face, it's not ready to be said. If you can't say it with joy in your heart, it's not ready to be said. And there's actually more study. When you smile, people will smile. I don't even know why. Rejoice always. This is why we celebrate this week. We're thankful people. Our joy is not on the line. It's already won. Get your joy back. And when you've lost it, pray. Pray. Pray when you've lost it. Pray when you find it. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. This song, it means what it says. Listen. Life, it's a cycle of this. Ready? I heard 
John Tyson teach this, and I love it. Life is a cycle of excitement, disappointment, adjustment, health. Do you see that in a circle? We're excited. Oh, we're disappointed because it didn't go the way we thought. So then we adjust. And then health comes. Come on. Disappointment will come. But joy is yours. Prayer is yours. Pray. When the disappointment comes, pray. When the delight comes, pray. This is what Paul's saying. Pray. Not based on your circumstances. Just pray. Because you're going to give thanks in all circumstances. Take every problematic thing. Turn it into a possibility. And pray it. pray right now to God. Keep going. We're not done. Keep praying. Turn something into a prayer. Come on. Come on. Who do you belong to? Say it out loud. What grace do you need? Whatever you're afraid of, turn it into a prayer. Just finish 30 seconds. Pray. Everyone, weapons out. Pray. Thank you, Ty Trebay. There it is. Listen, it is warfare. And here's one of the deals. We don't pray enough. Own it with me. We don't pray. And there's four reasons that I can surmise why we don't pray. I'm sure there's more. And if you come up with another one, tag us in Revelation Wellness. Come see me on Instagram, something. Tell me. But here's four reasons. One, we think our prayer has to be eloquent. Like that we have to say it really fancy. You guys, repeat after me. Jesus, help. That is a prayer. That's all. It's just directing your attention back to the one who turns you on. The one who gave you breath. You take your breath and you turn it back to God. And you guys, I am not here to help you lose weight unless your heart is what's heavy. So if we get that thing freed up, your body's gonna work it out. Get your heart turned towards God. And that is pride and ego. That is an over consumption of self to think my words aren't as good as someone else, so I'll punt my prayers. Or I'll wait till I'm in extreme pain. Come on. It's a lie. 
we think it has to be eloquent. Or we think it has to be done a certain way. Eyes closed, sitting in a lotus or meditation position. It's not true. It can be done with your eyes open, walking and talking about. I, you got the first challenge today. Go out today, use your body as a signpost that heaven is near. Look someone in the eye, smile and watch them smile back. It's impressive. It's a superpower, it's a Jedi Jesus trick. It's not a trick, it's power. And then secondly, walk and talk prayer in the grocery store, in the mall, when you go get your turkey, when you're in your kitchen, walking down the hallway. Y'all, just about every day, I go out into my neighborhood and I walk and talk scripture. I read it over my neighborhood out loud. Yeah, nobody cares. Everyone's talking to something and they all think they're on the phone. I pray with my eyes open. And when I pray, I move my feet. There are no rules. Just pray. Open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. Everyone, right now, 20 seconds, pray. Without ceasing, for 20 seconds. Well done. And by the way, sometimes a prayer sounds like, again, it doesn't even have to sound audible, but you're using your breath and using your mouth to form words around that breath. And by the way, you can just be thinking prayer. I just like speaking prayer because I want my ears to hear. I want my mind to hear what my heart is saying. Plus, I have a better likelihood of remembering it when it's auditory, when I say it. So thinking, you can think it. You kidding? Do you know how many times my children are telling me something that is scaring the crap out of me and I hold a soft smile on my face? Don't panic, don't panic. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, be near. Holy Spirit, be here now. Holy Spirit, come. Come on. You guys, what? Do you understand? We've tried all the other resources. We have written all the programs for you. We got all the things, all the events, conferences, things to read, books, information. All this input, 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 consumption, consumption. And what we are lacking output say something last night in our live prayer and worship there's a song I'd never heard before and in the, one of the lines in this amazing you guys go listen to the prayer and worship put it on today at work or cleaning house it's only available for a couple more days but this amazing girl singing her name is Riley, Riley, and she sang this song. One of the lines is, there's a lion in my lungs. There's a lion in my lungs. Come on. Output, output, pray, say something. Too much input, everyone. It's 10 years in a ministry. And I'm not going to stop creating things because I can't help it. But if we don't get some output soon, we'll be a very fat people. Very fat. Very comfortable. Come on. Holy Spirit, show us where we're off. Because by the way, you can say all the right things. You can be a really prayerful person. 
have the gift of speech, but then in the secret place, you do things you know you shouldn't do. You look at things you shouldn't look at, you consume things you shouldn't consume, and you say grace. And I say, no. Calling that one. Come on, get honest. We got a lot of input and a lack of output, or we have a lot of noisy output and we lack love. And if we don't love ourselves because we are loved by God, oh, we'll be sick. And that's why I'm saying, say real prayers. Tell them what's really going on. Pray your pains. Pray your pleasures. Speak it out. Come on, come on. Push on 30 seconds. back yeah it's true if you're not reading your Bible start reading your Bible and praying that's all that's all I'm asking enough with all the mass consumption enough read your Bible pray use your voice pull heaven to earth it's God's will for your life. Give thanks. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. This is God's will for your life. Accelerate on. your feet. Take bigger breath. Open your heart. Unlock us, God. Reach in. Grab the joy. Pull it up. Breathe it out, everyone. There's a lion in your lungs. Pray. Use your words, 10 seconds, five, four, three, two, go back. Walk and talk with God on the way from the bathroom to the kitchen. Say a prayer. <laughs> Y'all, here's the deal. Praying is like drinking water. At first you go, ugh, it doesn't, it's not fun. I'd rather have some, another cup of coffee or a fizzy drink than pray, right? Because we think that in, by the way, that is the fourth and biggest reason is we have an accuser who wants us to think prayer doesn't work. It's too immature. Just talk to God. Are you kidding? That's exactly what he always wanted. So of course you have an accuser that's saying it doesn't work. And let's be honest, why do we say it doesn't work? Because we don't see the results that we want. We turn the prayer back to us. We talk to God, but it's really about us. And hear me, he loves you and he wants to love the hell out of you. And we talk about wanting freedom, but we want freedom and. I wanna be free and I need all these prayers answered. How about just be free? 
It is our sinful nature that grabs tight fists the things that we want and we turn our prayers into our burdens and our problems. You're looking at the 20%. Find reasons to rejoice and give thanks. And then you pray into those things. You hear me? So that's why we start our prayer with who God is, our Father who art in heaven, holy are you. Put all your weapons down and just give him praise and adoration. <laughs> you see, a lot of us pray with our weapons in our hand. Repent right now if that's hitting you. If you're someone that does that, the enemy's been lying to you. It's not your fault. But the problem with this message is now you know this is the problem. Put your weapons down. Open your hands. You guys know that sign, the worship, you see arms raised up, hands out. It's the universal sign of I have no weapons. <laughs> I come bearing no arms. And that's how we enter his gates and his courts. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Pray without weaponry. Prayer is your weapon. And giving thanks are your guardrails. If you can't give thanks, your prayers are not prayers. They're just audible problems. You're just meditating on problems. Listen, highlight the problem. We don't tell you to ignore these things. Acknowledge there's an obstacle, God. Acknowledge there's an affront. Acknowledge there is evil in the atmosphere. But don't focus on the 20%. Give it to him. Set your gaze back on him like David says, one thing I ask, this is what I seek, that I could dwell in your temple, in your presence, all the days of my life. Be well. Dwell in his presence. Joy will come. Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving prayer. Come on. Listen, right now, you're not in a hospital in a hospital bed. Although I know some of you listen to these while giving birth. Come on, life, life, come life, come. Resurrect, bring more life on the earth. You've got a lot to be thankful for. You're breathing, you're pushing, you're propelling, moving. What a great God. His breath sustains your breath. Give thanks. Well done, guys. Pull back and recover. For the rest of the time we're together, move as you wish. No more on-off. Just be. So the four things, why we don't pray, I'm sure there's more, but these are what come to mind. One, we think we have to have the gift of prayer. Guess what you do? You got a voice, you got breath. Even if you don't have a voice, you've got breath, which gives you a thought because you have oxygen in your brain, thoughts. And you can give those thoughts muscle with a vocal cord. And anything will do. The second, 
We think it has to be done a certain way, in a certain spot, at a certain time of day. Nope. I told you the third, which is, I wanted to end with the fourth, but it is, is, you have an accuser. We have an accuser who wants us to think it doesn't work. And here's the deal, when I say that, patience, consistent. We stop praying because we don't see results. And everything of the culture we're living in now is set up to steal this from you because everything's fast. We don't like to be inconvenienced with our time. Come on, you guys, you gotta own that too. Anyone else, you're feeling this even in conversations. Anyone, you find yourself thinking, get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. Whenever I hear myself say that, name of Jesus, I repent fast. That is my flesh that's been trained subversively in this technology me world. And it's cutting off relationship. Come on, y'all. In ancient times, they would take as much time as needed to tell a story. Nobody had anywhere to be, emails to check, bosses that expected prompt replies. Come on, there's more time. There's more ease and grace of time. And that's slowly being taken from us. And so when we don't see quick results and things aren't happening quickly, we think it doesn't work. Think how many unanswered prayers are left on the altar, untended to, because nobody wanted to fan the flame. Come on. Not here at Revelation Wellness. Come back every Wednesday, guys. Listen, this is important. Every Wednesday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the prayer room is open. I will be there. I will always be there. I'll be leading it for some amazing prayer people. You know, again, some people really do have the, like, they just love to pray. I'm telling you, it's not my bed. I love to create. <laughs> I love to write and talk and teach. Easy, like, like breathing air. Prayer? So watch out. Things are about to get crazy around here because I'm committed to this. It's a discipline, and I am delighted about it. And I'm already seeing amazing things happen because my heart wants this because it's what he wants, not because I want something. And so we have an accuser who wants us to think it doesn't work. By the way, Merry Christmas, everyone. This is mending today with the song from my family. We listen to this every Christmas morning. This is what we open presents to and give thanks to the Lord. My husband likes this, just calm. <laughs> so Merry Christmas as we turn the corner from Thanksgiving. The fourth reason we don't pray. Our flesh is weak. We're lazy and we're prone to want results. That's what I was just saying. So three and four go together. Our enemy attaches to our flesh. And then we go, see, it's not working. And we cash in our chips. And we leave the prayer on the altar and walk away. Our breath, just like if you want a fire to start, you gotta put some wind on it, some air. You see people get down and blow into the spark. That's what your prayers are, your breath wrapped with muscle of your voice creates the altar the fire the sacrifice that burns and it's a pleasing aroma to God I'm studying Leviticus right now and I can't get over and over over and over all the bloodshed it's crazy like you're reading about the take the bull pull its horns and then splatter the blood I'm like oh my gosh what a mess the priests were covered in blood <laughs> and we and we go oh ew <laughs> we're so tidy and neat with our faith 
and we easily are worn out because our flesh is weak. And so we walk away and we give up. And this is why Paul says, pray without ceasing. So I challenge you today, what prayer have you laid down that under this teaching and the anointing, I believe the Lord wants to release right now over us so that we would be people that don't just want to read the word, but become the word, that we would be able to pick up those prayers today with joy in our hearts and thanksgiving begin to blow into those prayers and put fire back on the altar and then you tend to it tend to it you guys you're on your phones a lot more than you're praying and I am too come on seize the day seize the day listen the underground church you know the oppression of the church overseas where they are grow they grow like wildfire based on five things one the word of God because there are people who have never heard the word of God before and when they hear the word of God they're oh my gosh like their faces melt off and they are on fire see problem for us we've been hearing the word ever since we were a little kid in, in Bible school or on Sundays or even if you didn't grow up in the church you were aware of Jesus if you're living in a first world country especially America God bless America who is this God you've heard about him when you hear it because you've never heard it before, that's why read your Bible as if you've never read it before. Be a child. So the Word of God, the second thing is prayer. They read the Word and sometimes all they get is a passage of Scripture. They don't even have Bibles. They just get, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever should believe in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. What? Who is this Jesus? And that's the only piece of scripture they will pray into that and believe for it. Word of God and prayer. The third thing is that they say there are no spectators. Everyone, you are to go tell someone about Jesus today. Go be a witness. Tell someone about Jesus. Everyone. It is not something your pastor does or Elisa does or someone else does. Everyone. Go and share good news. Output, everyone. Output, output, output enough you have enough input you're not going to get any fresh revelation until something goes out jesus says to his disciples go and make disciples and i will be with you to the end of the ages the with us is in the going if you don't have an experience of who god is i don't know he doesn't feel very near are you doing anything where you are making a disciple where you are spreading the gospel where you're bringing hope and joy and peace and love into a circumstance right so they fully say, everyone, you're, everyone's on the team. Everyone's varsity. Now go. Game plan? Okay, go. Fourth thing is that they eagerly expect miracles. They expect miracles. Not, hey, maybe miracles. I don't know. You know, there's a whole theology of cessationalists that say miracles don't happen anymore. And that was for them, not for now. Everyone just read your Bible and pray and keep it tiny and keep it tidy and keep it tight. Nope. And I tell you, miracles happen because I've seen them happen and I've prayed them into being. So expect it. And the fifth thing is they embrace suffering. They embrace, they know that they're going to suffer and they don't run from it. And that's why you, hello, Revelation Wellness. Hello, hello. Look at you with your lactic acid in your legs right now. By the way, you can be cooling down, stretching. Right? You just did suffer. You just embraced suffering. But see, we're willing to do that because I benefit. I burn off my calories. I keep a strong body. I, I, I. The gospel is for you, but not about you. So all this is, is a training tool to go, hey, remember when it's uncomfortable later today and you feel pinched on, you feel like you've gotten rejected or someone persecutes you or someone rolls their eyes or someone says something and you feel that in your soul, you're going to be able to feel it because you're a feeler. You're here right now. I've been training you for this. So they embrace suffering. You just did it for 45 minutes, embraced it and you breathed and you kept your mind set and you did it. So when you look at those five things, and I look at Revelation Wellness, I'm like, wow, that is who we are, except prayer. Prayer has been a little hidden in this house, and so it's coming forward. 
every Wednesday at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. Come to the prayer room. We're just going to, we're going to dote on the Lord. <laughs> we're going to, and I'll tell you what, that room is going to be filled with wellness. I'm positive. You don't need more programming. You need prayer. I heard it from the Lord. So welcome to Revelation Wellness. We're going to be praying. We're going to be doing a lot of it. And if you're someone who says, I'm not a prayer person, come and we'll get you caught on fire. <laughs> Stand next to us. We're flammable. Well, you know, it's your prayer life. And I'm telling you now, if you look at all the statistics, all the neuroscience, you were made for prayer. People who pray get sick less often. People who pray release dopamine. People who pray are going to be more likely to pray than have a box or box of wine or a box of cookies because they know where wellness is found and it's in him. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you for everything you've given us. We are grateful people. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And thank you, God, that Thanksgiving comes from you. You give us the grace to look at what we can be thankful for. And there are more that are with us than against us. We love you, God. Thank you for this time. Please use this message to shape, shift, form hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.